Welcome into the Bellhaven Basketball Radio Show here on the Blazer Sports Network. I'm Kenneth Nash, and joining us, as always, will be head Bellhaven women's basketball coach Steve Calder and head men's basketball coach Josh Brooks. Talk about a busy week and a busy weekend for Blazers basketball. Both teams really in the final home stretch of their regular seasons, both trying to secure higher seeding in the CCS tournaments. We'll talk about the upcoming slate of games. We'll recap what happened this weekend, kind of set the stage for the remainder of the year. All that and more coming up next on the Bellhaven Basketball Radio Show. It starts with an idea, a design. It's a process that requires molding and a firm foundation. Bellhaven University can help you find your purpose. Earn your bachelor's degree in person or online. Excel your career with our online master's or doctoral degree on your own time and your own schedule. We are here to serve you, to guide you, and help you reach your full potential as a Christian leader in the workplace. Find your purpose. Shape your future at Bellhaven University. Welcome back to the Bellhaven Basketball Radio Show. Kenneth Nash and sitting down with us first, head women's basketball coach Steve Calder. Uh, coach, you kind of made it through your gauntlet of games over the past week. You had a couple this weekend. Uh, we appreciate the time because we know you get right back to it tomorrow, uh, but appreciate you sitting down with us on this Monday morning. Yeah, thanks for having me, Kenneth. The, the Blazers uh, had a pretty busy stretch, five games in eight days. That culminated in a doubleheader. Uh, this weekend, they played Huntington Friday night and then Piedmont Saturday afternoon. Uh, so a busy stretch of games. And we kind of talked about it on Friday. We had a, a, a kind of a different time slot last week. Talked about Friday, uh, what was coming up this weekend. We, we really keyed in on that Huntington game. You picked up a really big win, 69-48, 21-point victory over the Hawks. We talked about how important that was because of where you are in relation to Huntington in the conference standings. Uh, I, I want to kind of key in on that first because – we talked about the importance of the game. You talked about relaying that importance to the players uh, and, and wanting them to show up and be competitive, and knowing that um, a lot of there was a lot on the line on that Friday night game, and they showed up in a big way, 20-plus point win at home. You always love to see that. Yeah, I thought we played a really good basketball. Uh, everybody was locked in at a high level, which uh, the result obviously says, says that we played well. There yep. were some moments there where we – we had uh, a few empty possessions early in the game, which we've been doing those at the end of games recently. So I thought that was a good sign that we are headed in the right direction, that we kind of uh, relaxed a little bit, got into the game, and then continued to pressure Huntington as much as we could in the second half and to extend our lead. And I thought our fourth quarter was one of the best quarters that we played uh, in a few weeks. Yeah, it was interesting. You really kind of bookended uh, the game. You had a really, really strong first quarter, uh, twenty-two to nine uh, at the end of quarter number one, uh, which you you said you kind of you had some empty possessions early. You finished that quarter strong, but we've talked about uh, in recent weeks finishing games has kind of been the the key for y'all recently, and and trying to make sure that those last you know five to ten possessions 
go your way, and then you outscore Huntington 24-11 in the fourth quarter. So to bookend uh, that contest with, with such dominant quarters, when you win the first like that and you win the fourth like that, so as long as you keep it competitive in the second and third, you really are going to come away with wins more often than not. Yeah, it was great. I think uh, for us, we're, when you say bookending, it, we're, we got a lot of our top five players, starters, playing those first and fourth quarters. It's that middle quarters that we've got to take advantage of with some depth. Uh, we had some players step up, yeah. some, some bench players step up with some good points, some good scoring. Uh, we shot the ball at a, at a high level for, for us this season. I think it was a little bit above our average, which helped. Uh, but we got the minutes that we needed, and then w we came on strong in that fourth quarter and uh, shot the ball really well. I mean, that's the first game we've played full man-to-man -man defense for 40 minutes. Yeah. So I was really excited about that. It kind of led into a little bit of our game on Saturday, but it, it let me know that we have the ability to play man-to-man -man for, for 40 minutes and pressure the basketball at a high level. Yeah, you did. You mentioned you, you, you shot a little bit better than you generally have uh, in terms of your averages over the season. Uh, one thing that stood out, your free throw shooting was really, really good as a mm -hmm. team. Uh, you shot 76% from the line on 21 attempts. You went 9 of 10 on free throws in the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter free throws are huge. Mm -hmm. That's difference yes. maker. Uh, 9 of 10, 90% from your team. You can't ask for anything more than that. No, we had the right people at the free throw line at the right time. <laughs> I think that's a lot of it. Uh, we started attacking the basket pretty hard. Uh, but they were fouling our guards, and our guards shoot at a high level yep. uh, from the free throw line. So that does help. And uh, when you got people like uh, Zaire Burgess rebounding the basketball, it allows our guards to get out at a high level. So when we pushed the tempo on them, they were forced to foul because I thought they were getting a little bit tired at the end. Or Huntington was getting a little tired at the end of that game. Yeah, like I said, y'all shot 76% on 21 attempts. Uh, flipped that to Huntington, 44% on 27 attempts. So uh, that was a big difference in the game. Uh, I'm interested also, you talked about this was kind of your first time playing man-to-man -man defense for 40 minutes in a while. Uh, defensively, y'all were solid. Huntington shot 23.6% from the field on 72 attempts, 9% from three. Took 22 threes, only hit two of them. Uh, your defense was solid. There was a lot of energy, which you know, with, with as many games as y'all have played in the past uh, week or so, to see that much energy in man-to-man, -man, which requires a lot of individual effort, uh, it was impressive to see defensively what you were able to do. Yeah, I was I was impressed with a few of the, the young ladies. They, they played hard, um, yep. and I think that's what we've been asking. We know we knew that game was extremely important from a seeding standpoint and just from a momentum, trying to get some momentum going into the last five games that we've got. Uh, so they they worked hard, and I think they like playing man to man defense because uh, it's just a one on one game, and we we do well in those most of the time. Uh, we're just still working really hard at it. And we will play a lot of man-to-man -man tomorrow night, um, as Huntington already knows that. <laughs> so uh, we're going to try to duplicate what we did on Friday night and, and go into Huntington tomorrow with a, a good mindset and a good um, effort. Yeah, let's let's kind of wrap up this game. Uh, Zaire Burgess finished with 19 points, eight rebounds. She was coming off of a 16 and 16 performance against Lagrange. We've talked about that. She feels like she's kind of hitting her stride. Had uh, eight rebounds, four assists, two blocks, two steals, uh, 19 points. She does it on both ends. As does Ebony Gaden. 12 points, 12 rebounds for her. Uh, those two really start to feel like they're playing off of each other better. And then you've got some some players that are that are shooting well, uh, shooting the three well. Ashanti Lipscomb shooting in the mid 30 percent from three. Mm -hmm. uh, Courtney Lee hit three and and she started to I think be a little bit more aggressive and her shot selection has been a little bit better recently feels like things are starting to click and and obviously Saturday didn't go the way you wanted but uh, we can we can circle back to the reasons why on that but Friday it felt like that was one of 
your stronger all-around offense, defense, rebounding, free throw shooting, all of that, uh, one of your better performances in recent weeks. Yeah, like I said earlier, there's a few kids stepped up that hadn't been hitting a bunch of shots. I know Ashanti Lipscomb had two huge threes in the mm-hmm. fourth quarter that lifted us, one that was deep in the corner yep. late in the last probably two or three minutes to kind of extend that from a 15- to 18-point lead to kind of put it out of reach for Huntington. Uh, Courtney's uh, – she's been with us here and there, uh, obviously, with – with getting to games and and when we do have her we we try to take advantage of it and yep. she's an extremely good player she goes hard to the rim um can knock down that mid-range jumper so we, we've missed her over a few games but when we do have her uh she's been a, a lot of help for us let's take a quick look at saturday's game uh, obviously uh, a tough loss to a really talented piedmont team uh, second day of a back-to-back uh, that was your fifth game in eight days as we talked about earlier uh, it was a close game for a lot of it. You, you were in touching distance um, really through about halfway through the third quarter, uh, and then they started to pull away. Uh, we can dive into individuals, but one thing that stood out was it felt like the tired legs, the fifth game in eight days, really started to rear its head late in that second half. Is that, what you, was that kind of your takeaway too? Oh, yeah, the fatigue was real. <laughs> we, <laughs> it hit us. Uh, we had a good run there in the second quarter to get it back to six or seven at halftime, and I thought – we expended a lot of energy in that. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know how much until we got into that fourth quarter. Uh, we had some tired legs. We were in foul trouble uh, with our, our inside game was uh, not kind of working from a defensive standpoint like yeah. it was earlier in the game because uh, we, we couldn't be as aggressive because we were in foul trouble. Uh, but it, it set in, the fatigue level set in at a – we had zero legs towards the end of that game. And yeah. um, I knew it was coming. I was just hoping it might not come until today in practice, yep. um, not during a game. It's, but, unfortunately, they are young athletes, and they get tired, and we try to do our best to um, recover from it. Yeah, it felt like in the fourth quarter, one thing that did stand out was the effort was still really, mm-hmm. really solid. Uh, really, it was the third quarter mm-hmm. where Piedmont kind of pulled away. Yeah, you only got outscored 23-22 in the fourth quarter, uh, which I think even though the game was a little bit out of hand late in that period, shows I think some, some of the effort, some of the will from some of your players in that situation uh, with those tired legs to, to put out that level of effort. Uh, you've gotten into some foul trouble as well, which kind of hurts, and some we'll call it unfortunate foul trouble at mm-hmm. times. Um, but uh, you still have players make some big plays. Ebony Gaden, 20 points, 7 rebounds. Courtney Lee uh, had 10 points, and Haley Poindexter had 10 points, 7 boards. Let's go ahead and take a quick look uh, at the week ahead because I know it doesn't really slow down. You've got two days with no games, which I think is the first time since the early last week that you've had back-to-back days with no contest. But then you're right back at it tomorrow against Huntington. Playing a team this quickly after you've just played them, is that a benefit? Is that a uh, – is that what is – how does that feel? Because I know that's usually you've got a couple of weeks in between playing the same opponent in conference. You've got uh, like three days between uh, your, your two Huntington contests. What does that do for preparation? Is that a benefit or is that kind of a negative? <laughs> Uh, I think it's a benefit. It makes our prep a little bit less for them. We can concentrate on ourselves a little bit more and kind of uh, fix some things that we thought went wrong in that game. Uh, we did have some moments of uh, non-rotations defensively and gave up a few easy shots. So, so we've got to correct those today. Uh, it is that for them, for Huntington, I know it's our, or it's it's back-to-back. We yeah. at least got a game mixed in there between so we could change our mindset now we've got to get back to them but it's an important game uh, and we know that with them sitting right below us in the league and uh, we will get refocused and concentrate on that uh, today at practice you go to Huntington Tuesday and then you're back at home uh, against Covenant on Saturday 
Uh, you've got back-to-back -back home games, uh, Covenant, and then a very, very talented Berea team on February 10th for Senior Day. And then you go on the road to finish the season uh, against Agnes Scott and Wesley. And uh, I know that uh, you're already kind of looking at the conference picture and trying to map out where things stand. Mm -hmm. Nine teams in conference, seven make the conference tournament. Uh, as it stands right now, y'all sit in sixth. Um, what uh, have you started kind of doing some of the math and trying to figure out, okay, you know, we need, we need to win these games and we need kind of this to happen to, to, to maybe bump up in seeding a little bit? Yeah, I know we've got to win the games against the teams that are either even with us or below us. Yep. And that's kind of our goal right now. Um, we play four out of our five games are against those kind of, those teams yep. that are sitting at five, six, seven, and eight, and nine in the lower half. Uh, we do have Berea for our senior night. So we are, that's always an exciting game to yep. have have a, a top team come in and uh, try to surprise them. I mean, yeah. we'll be ready for that. We'll have a week to prepare for them, which is the first time all season we've had more than two days to prepare for somebody. Yeah. Uh, so we are excited about that opportunity. But uh, right now we're just concentrating on Huntington. We know driving over there tomorrow is going to be a tough place to play. I think we went triple overtime last year or double overtime with a tough – it's a war every time we play those guys, and we know it. And it got a little chippy at the end of our game. Yep. Uh, so we know that that's going to roll over and it's going to be a fight. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like you said, you play your four of your last five games in conference or against teams that are right around you. Uh, you're in sixth, Huntington's in fifth, and you play Agnes Scott, who's in seventh, Covenant in eighth, and Wesleyan in ninth. So uh, an opportunity to kind of distance yourselves perhaps um, from some of those teams that are still trying to fight for a spot in the tournament. Uh, real quick, I'm interested from a, from a I guess trying to get fresh and healthy perspective. Uh, nobody's 100% at this point in the year, uh, but with a couple of days off, knowing that you got to go back out on the road, what does uh, practice and prep look like trying to get players healthy and, and as rested as you can before you get right back to it on Tuesday? Yeah, we've got a few uh, few battling injuries. Uh, not we're, we're not too bad there, which has uh, been a blessing so far this season. Uh, we'll just concentrate on, on fixing a few things that we have. We know what they're going to play. They know what we're going to play. We're going to mix up a few things defensively, I believe, um, and just get back to what we do best and, and try to figure out how to get their offense rolling, score a bunch of points, and uh, get some stops. That's all we're – that's kind of where we're at. It'll be one game at a time, and then we'll worry about it the next one after that. Absolutely. Well, good luck uh, on Tuesday, and uh, good luck against the Hawks. I know you've got a great run in, and we're excited to see uh, where you all finish up in the regular season and uh, get in the tournament. Anything can happen come tournament yeah, time. Just get uh, there. So, just get there. But uh, good luck tomorrow against right. the Hawks, Coach. All right. Thank you. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk to head men's basketball coach Josh Brooks about the Blazers' big win over Piedmont on Saturday and what's coming up for them this week. We'll be back with the Blazers' basketball show. It means the Blazers. standing on a strong foundation of Christian principles. It means playing with integrity on and off the field. It means commitment to a mission. Finding your purpose. Your bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree with the help of Bellhaven Online. 
charge and advance your career on your own schedule. Our flexible online form helps you balance your education life so you can learn at your own pace. Classes start every day, so start your career your way with the help of online. Call to speak to me today. Purpose. It starts from idea, a design. It's a process that requires holding in a firm foundation. find your purpose. Earn your bachelor's degree and pursue online. Because I'm that online has to worry on your time and schedule. We're here to help you reach in the world. I work shape your future at Bellhaven Murphy. Welcome back to the Bellhaven Basketball Radio Show. We sit down with head men's basketball coach Josh Brooks. Uh, coach, uh, not quite as busy as the women this past weekend, yep. but still a, a pretty busy week overall. And uh, you're headed back out on the road tomorrow, so we appreciate you sitting down with us here on this Monday morning. Sure. Thanks for having me. Y'all picked up a very big win on Saturday, uh, a 93-77 victory over Piedmont. Complete the season sweep over the Lions. Uh, a little bit more comfortable than it was up, up in Demarest when you played them yep. last. A one-point game there. Uh, that's a big win. It made 13-7 yep. overall, 5-3 and three in conference now. Uh, and you guys really, outside of maybe the first – you know, eight or so minutes, nine minutes, uh, y'all really started to dominate that game. Yeah. And, uh, we saw what you guys can do offensively. And, and mm -hmm. uh, I guess I would just what's your kind of your, your big picture? And then we can dive into some of the, the smaller stuff because I think going into that game, Piedmont's a team that, that is dangerous just because of how much they shoot and how well they can shoot it. Absolutely. Uh, to get a, a, a double-digit win mm -hmm. in conference is never a small feat. Yeah, you know, the, the – they're a difficult team because they're going to play a, a unique zone defense. Uh, and uh, they played that for 40 minutes against us on Saturday. And then they just really have – at times they put five guys all out on the floor that can all shoot yep. uh, close to 40% from three. And so you you uh, you know that they can go on a run at any moment. Uh, and then when they get hot from three, they can, they can score in bunches. And, uh, you know, the biggest thing uh, from Saturday, I think, uh, looking at it, I think we had about 30 field goals and 23 assists. Mm -hmm. So, you know, against that zone, we didn't try to uh, force things. We just moved the ball, moved the ball, found somebody open, and then uh, got a high percentage look. And so uh, just really proud of the way we moved the ball and shared it on the offensive end. Yeah, that's something we actually talked about Friday was, you know, when, when you're trying to, to find some, some more offensive output, spreading the ball around a little bit more. Yep. You've got some guys who are high-volume shooters, and they're high-volume scorers a lot of the time, but that's not been as frequent recently. It's been more high-volume shooting, right. a little bit less efficient. Right. So you wanted to see him kind of move the ball around a little bit, and you did, and you had five different players in double-digit mm -hmm. scoring, uh, which is which is really, really impressive. And Damian Wheaton was right there. He had eight. Yep. I think all four were two-handed dunks, by yep. the way. Yep. Uh, but your offensive side looked a lot cleaner. It looked mm -hmm. like you guys had a plan of attack. Yep. I know that um, you like to get it inside, and you mm -hmm. like to take advantage of the sides, but it felt like uh, you guys were willing to shoot the three and you yep. shot it well yep. as a team as well. Uh, was that kind of the most, I guess, commanding offense y'all have had in recent weeks? It felt like everybody knew what they wanted to do, knew what they needed to do, and was willing to do what, uh, whatever the, the kind of the defense dictated that they would need to do. Yeah, I, I really I thought we did a great job of, of finding Jonathan Lucas in the high post, and, and he played one of, if not his best game of the yep. season, uh, just uh, facilitating from that high post uh, area and also looking to score from there as well. Um, but, yeah, we, we talked and worked really hard uh, 
uh, preparing for that game on on just getting it to him in the high post, uh, looking for Damian down the low post and uh, moving the basketball until we found a, a wide open look. And I thought we did a great job of that. And that and moving forward, no matter what defense uh, we're playing against, we've got to do a little bit better job of playing inside out, yeah. uh, establishing the inside. Uh, shooting paint touch threes, which is just getting the ball inside, whether on a drive or a post entry, and then kicking it out to where our feet are set and we're we're shooting a, a three that's a, an open set look, um, and then just being smarter when we when we drive. So it's going to be a challenge uh, going to Huntington and, and their defense and just uh, doing the same thing, but trying to continue to to make that our theme that we're going to move the ball and find an open look rather than force. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned Jonathan Lucas, 17 points, eight rebounds, four assists, and two steals. Uh, I mentioned on the broadcast, I thought it was his best offensive yep. game uh, for Bellhaven. He tied a career high, but uh, he, he played with a level of aggression mm -hmm. offensively that I think we haven't necessarily seen yet this season, yep. uh, which was really cool to see. Judah Jordan had 20 points, 10 assists, uh, and five boards. He really looked like he was at his best in terms mm -hmm. of facilitating, uh, especially late in that game when, yep. when the, the, the Piedmont defense was a little bit more aggressive stepping mm -hmm. out. Yep. He had some really nice passes down low. Yep. Uh, he's a good facilitator. He can score, yep. but uh, facilitating is what he does probably mm -hmm. better than just about anybody else on your roster, and he did that really well on yep. uh, Saturday. No question, you know, and, and – you know, we didn't mention his defense. Ryan Jolly's number, uh, yeah. leading scorer in the league, and he's pretty much owned him for for four straight uh, 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 matchups going back to last season, and uh, he really frustrated him there. But you know, the the good, the amazing thing about Judah is, you know, when we face a press, you know, it's just I have no worries. Yeah, you, know, you just can't press him. Uh, people have tried to double team him. You can't do that. You know. Uh, when we went to Berea, they they tried to trap all the ball screens involving him, and he just uh, cut them up. You yep. know, he just he just handles pressure so well and finds the open man. And uh, so yeah, I mean, obviously the way he played and and facilitating from that uh, point guard position was a huge uh, catalyst for why we were so successful. Yeah, it felt like offensively, to, to wrap up kind of the offensive talk, felt like there was also fewer shots off the dribble. It mm -hmm. was a lot more catch and shoot, especially yeah. from the perimeter. Uh, and then there was, you know, you've got a lot of guys who are, who are great off the dribble, um, but sometimes they take lower percentage yeah. shots. They take the long twos or, or mm -hmm. the pull-up twos. It felt like it was more catch and shoot threes or we're going to get it down low and we're going to drive or yep. we're going to get it down to, to yep. Damian or, or to Jonathan or, or whoever was in the post. Yep. Uh, and it felt like uh, that really paid off. You shot 50% from mm -hmm. the field, 38.5% from three on 26 yep attempts which is phenomenal yep. team rate especially with that volume yep. and then uh, one thing we talked about with coach Calder and, and a big reason why they beat Huntington on Friday free throw shooting yeah. 23 of 25 from the yeah. line 92 percent as a team yep. uh, you missed one free throw in the first half you missed one free throw in the second half yep. that's an incredible rate and, and if you get to the line 20 25 times a game and shoot at 90 percent you're going to be tough to beat yeah. that's a lot of free points that uh, you guys were able to convert on yeah absolutely and, uh, <laughs> We started the year not shooting free throws very well at all, but we've, we've finally come around and our free throw percentage is, is, has risen all year long. And so uh, that's a, obviously everybody knows that's a big thing. Um, and, you know, hopefully it'll continue. Uh, you mentioned uh, before we started uh, recording uh, that this was a deviation from how you all have won games recently. It was yep. less defense. You, you still held Piedmont a high-scoring team under under 80 points, which I think their season average was 88 coming in. Mm -hmm. um, you held them under 80 points, but you, you got uh, uh, you got actually uh, you you out rebounded them, but not to the level that I think you're used to seeing. Yeah. Jacob Reese, who we we've kind of had effusive praise for in recent weeks, uh, didn't have as many minutes. He, he didn't have as big an impact as he normally yeah. does. Um, but you shot the ball better and there's less offensive rebounds around when you're shooting 40% right. 
percent from three and fifty percent from the field. That's right. That's right. Uh, so uh, I'm interested. Do you do just kind of take heart in the fact that okay, we can win shutting down an offense and, and out rebounding them, you know, doubling them up in a rebound. Mm-hmm. We can also win by shooting efficient shots, yep. making shots, and that you know, as you get into tournament time, you've got to be able to beat teams both ways. Is that yep. is that kind of your big takeaway? Hey, guys, we can do this. However, we need to do this, and if we ever put it all together, you know, we can beat just about anybody in Division Three. Yeah, I, I think the, that that's the biggest takeaway. <laughs> is you know, as a coach, you're kind of a little disappointed. Now, there there are some uh, reasons why that the Piedmont shot the higher percentage. We we wanted to pressure them and take away three-point looks. And they did make ten threes, but several of those were late when, yeah. when the game was kind of out of, out of reach on mm-hmm. their part, and they were just making some, some late. Um, but the game plan was take away threes and knowing that we would give up, uh, you know, maybe a few more layups than, than what we normally would like to do. And because, I mean, they're a three-point shooting team. I mean, they beat you by hitting 15, 16 threes. And so we wanted to make sure that didn't happen. And, uh, but there were some, some effort-level things defensively in terms of transition D, in terms of just really working hard. I, I thought uh, our defensive intensity maybe wasn't what we, we really needed to needed it to be so the guys just uh hopefully we'll we're understanding that we need both you know yep. to 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 win a, a conference championship you have to do both you have to be efficient on both sides of the ball hold your opponent to under 40 percent shoot in the in the 44 45 percent range and that's when you you know can put together win after win after win and and hopefully we're we're learning that and, and going to get to the point where we're worried about winning each possession both on offense and on defense Let's take a look at tomorrow. You're headed to Huntington tomorrow in Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, this is your last road conference game of the season. Uh, what have you kind of seen from Huntington? Uh, I know that uh, uh, this is a, a talented team, and, and uh, uh, you talked about their athleticism before we started recording. You've got two games left against them on your slate, so you haven't played them yet this year. Uh, but what have you seen from Huntington, and, and what can you expect in, in Alabama tomorrow? Yeah, they just they play inline to inline. They're going to press <clears throat> probably the whole game. Uh, and they really like to run offensively. They're going to get that ball out of the net and, and gone. Uh, you know, and, and we've struggled a little bit against yeah. teams that do that, and LaGrange uh, is, is like that. And we did a better job at LaGrange of, of our transition defense, but uh, that's going to be a key, making sure we're getting back. They've got some really good players that can attack the rim. Uh, not as good a shooting team, but uh, but a decent shooting team, but really good at attacking the rim and, and – uh, we're going to face somebody, you know, we think we're decent at, at offensive rebound, and they're really good. I mean, they're, yeah. they're averaging 14, 15 offensive rebounds a game. So just to, we're just going to play a team that attacks all the time. Yeah. Uh, and so they're, they're, they're in you on defense, they're running on offense, and then they're going after rebounds. And so their effort level, their intensity uh, is, is just going to be something that if we don't match, then, then we won't win. So uh, hopefully our guys will, will be ready for that challenge. Yeah, 7 p.m. tip-off tomorrow night. I know that uh, y'all have circled Huntington, and, and that's your focus. But um, at this point in the season, you also probably have a little bit of a, an eye on what's going around on the con- uh, uh, going on around the conference. Pardon me. Uh, after Huntington tomorrow, your last three conference games are all at home. Mm-hmm. Take on Covenant, Berea, and Huntington once more. Uh, as it stands, y'all sit uh, 
about third in the conference in the conference standings. Uh, you've got Berea, who's who's ahead of you at home, uh, and then you've got Huntington, who sits in uh, fifth, and Covenant, who sits in seventh. Uh, what is kind of your message to the team in this stretch? Because it feels like y'all are set up really well to try to make a run at, at getting one of those top two spots, perhaps. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, but in playing at home is, is a huge advantage. But to, like you said, you kind of got to put it together on both ends of the floor. Yeah. What's the message to the team in this final couple of we- weeks of the regular season? You know, just that our goals are still ahead of us, you know, that we can uh, – we'll need a little help to, to finish first in the regular season. Uh, but uh, certainly if, 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 it, if I was an outsider looking in, you know, and looking at the schedule, and you know, we certainly have the best chance to, to, to finish in, in second at least, yep. uh, you know, just with all the home games. And, and we have played most of the top teams – you know already mm-hmm. and so you know we have a great opportunity to to finish strong and be ready for that tournament but it's conference play and, yeah. and every team in our conference is good there's not a single team you know even covenant piedmont as we've said and huntington who are, are and huntington hasn't played very many games they're yeah. they've got some catching up to do just in games i mean yep. we've played eight conference games they've only played five so they've got a lot of games to play uh but you know there's uh some of these uh teams toward the, the bottom of the league are, are still right there and, and losing games that are by three, four, five points. And so uh, every night in conference play, if you don't come out ready to go, then, then you can lose. And so uh, the message is that our goals are ahead of us, but uh, it only takes uh, just one game where you're not completely ready and locked in to, to sabotage the, those goals. And so hopefully uh, our guys are locked in and understand that we've only got four weeks left in this season and we need to, to make sure that we're doing everything we possibly can to, to give us the best chance to win. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're talking about the, the conferences. The conference play is just kind of a, uh, a tough tough ask regardless. And in a lot of these teams, Piedmont, who's sitting in, in sixth in the conference, they're one and five in conference, but they're nine and nine overall. Yep. Uh, Huntington sitting right around 500, and, and, and most of the other teams in the conference have winning records overall. So uh, obviously it's a deep conference, and, and uh, some conference teams are getting beat up on by other mm-hmm. conference teams, but yep. that tends yep. to happen uh, throughout the course of the season. Coach, one final thing. Uh, You've had a couple of days off. I know that you all had a really busy stretch. You played, I believe, four games in eight Mm -hmm. days. Uh, You've got a game tomorrow, but you had a couple of you had Sunday, Monday, no games, obviously, and then uh, and then it kind of slows down for a week or so. Mm -hmm. Uh, How are you all doing in terms of? getting back healthy mm-hmm. like I told coach Calder you know nobody's nobody's 100 yep. at this point but yep. uh, uh how are y'all doing and staying fresh and, and trying to get guys healthy and, and how do you manage that as a coach knowing that now these games are big time and, mm-hmm. and they're just leading into the conference tournament they're the biggest games of the year yeah you know we're we're healthy uh you know that which is a great thing uh I think we we definitely got worn down with those yep. five road games in a row there's no question that 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 game at LaGrange, that there was some fatigue uh, when we played that game. And, and moving forward, though, I mean, we gave them – we played that game at LaGrange uh, on uh, Wednesday night. We took Thursday off. We practiced Friday. We played Saturday. We took yesterday off. And so – and then we'll take Wednesday off. We're, we're working on trying to have two days yeah. off at least per week. And, and then even our practices are, are fairly short. So just trying to do as much as we can at this point to just lock in on working on the things that we absolutely have to work on and then get off our legs. Absolutely. Well, good luck uh, tomorrow, and, and uh, we'll see you back at home here uh, this weekend against Covenant. Um, that'll be on the Blazer Sports Network along with the women's game, and uh, we'll be able to see you at home here uh, three times in the next few weeks and uh, getting ready for the conference tournament. But good luck tomorrow in Montgomery. Appreciate it, Kenneth. Thanks.
You heard from head women's basketball coach Steve Calder, head men's basketball coach Josh Brooks about the weekend uh, and what's coming up ahead. Like I said, the Blazers, both teams in Huntington tomorrow, at Huntington tomorrow, Montgomery, uh, taking on the Hawks' final conference road game for the men. Uh, and they'll be back at home, both teams back at home against Covenant in Rug Arena this Saturday afternoon. Uh, be sure to show up for that one. You can catch that one on the Blazers Sports Network as well. Big thanks to Spencer Wright and Charlie Parker for helping produce this episode. We'll be back next week. But it's been you in the Bay Basketball Show. It starts with an idea, a design. It's a process that requires molding and a firm foundation. Bellhaven University.